Experience worship. True worship. Experience the word. Bringing you wholeness. Experience the warmth of fellowship. Experience wholeness at Lighthouse. Join us every Sunday and Wednesday at the Lighthouse. House 7, Plot 2 Stroke 3, Kudratabiola Way, Oregon, Ikeja, Lagos. Visit our website at www.lighthousenergy.org or contact us at info at lighthousenergy.org. The Lighthouse, lighting your pathway to destiny. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Welcome to church. Please just welcome those around you to church. I'm going to encourage us very strongly tonight. Um, please be, you know, be attuned. Be attuned. Pay attention. Don't allow any form of distraction. Don't allow any form of distraction. What God has marked for us in this in this period, he's actually massive. He's actually massive. He's beyond what we can articulate. It's beyond what we can, you know, describe. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. How was work today? Glory to God. <laughs> Amen. God is a faithful God. God is a faithful God. Let's start tonight with our team. Second Corinthians chapter 4. You know, that scripture is such a beautiful and such a loaded scripture. I'm going to read from the Amplified Classic. Second Corinthians chapter 4. I read from verse 1. It says, Therefore, since we do hold and engage in this ministry by the mercy of God, when we do ministry, we do ministry by the mercy of God, granting us favor, benefits, opportunities, and especially salvation, we do not get discouraged, spiritless, and despondent with fear. See how people are really afraid of what's going on in our world today. They are not sure, you know, of what tomorrow holds. It says, or become faint with weariness and exhaustion. When you look at the reality of, you know, of the economy of today, it's already making people to become you know, weary to become exhausted, getting them to faith. But that's not the desire of God. Verse 2, it says, We have renounced those graceful ways, secret thoughts, feelings, desires, and underhandedness, the methods and hearts that men hide through shame. We refuse to deal craftily, to practice trickery and cunning, 
or to adulterate or handle dishonestly the word of God. But we state the truth openly, clearly, and candidly. And so we commend ourselves in the sight and presence of God to every man's conscience. Verse 3, it says, But even if our gospel, the glad tidings, also be hidden, obscured, and covered up with a veil that hinders the knowledge of God. I want you to pay attention closely to this. It is hidden only to those who are perishing and obscured only to those who are spiritually dying and veiled only to those who are lost. It says, verse 4, For the God of this world has blinded the unbeliever's mind that they should not discern the truth, preventing them from seeing the illuminating light of the gospel of the glory of Christ the Messiah who is the image and likeness of God who is responsible for blinding their mind the God of this world thank you verse 5 he says for what we preach is not ourselves but Jesus Christ as who as Lord and ourselves merely as your servants, slaves for Jesus' sake. For God who said, let light shine out of darkness as shone in our hearts so as to beam forth the light of the illumination of the knowledge of the majesty and glory of God as it is manifest in the person and is revealed in the face of Jesus Christ, the Messiah. Hallelujah. Verse 7. However, we possess this precious treasure, the divine light of the gospel. He calls the divine light of the gospel a precious treasure. It says, in frail human vessels of hurt that the grandeur and exceeding greatness of the power may be shown to be from God and not from ourselves hallelujah this is this is i mean this is loaded we can be unpacking this chapter for you know for hours for hers. I just go and just shed some light in that verse 6. Then touch a bit of verse 7 tonight. It says, For God who has said, Let light shine out of darkness, has shone in our hearts, so as to beam forth the light for the illumination of the knowledge of the majesty and glory of God. As it is manifest in person and is revealed in the face of Jesus Christ beaming this glorious light and he now emphasized the fact that see to have this light 
means you have a precious treasure because of the potential the capacity that this light is able to bring he said in fact God had to ensure that this light is packed in a hurting vessel so that the excellency of the result that comes from having this light goes to God and not to us hallelujah Let's just go back a bit to really understand how important and how powerful the slide is. Genesis chapter 1. Genesis chapter 1. Don't worry, I'm not going to be doing so much of exaltation. We're going to spend some good time to pray tonight. Tell your neighbor we're going to pray tonight. Yeah, we're going to pray tonight. Genesis chapter 1. I'll just read from verse 1. It says, in the beginning, before Amplify amplifies everything, let me change back to New King James. <laughs> in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was without form and void, and darkness was on the face of the deep. So God created heaven and earth. There was no form, it was void. And it was all dark. Bible says the spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. Then God said, let there be light. And this is what, you know, Apostle Paul's reference in 2 Corinthians chapter 4. says, God that says there should be light out of darkness. says, let there be light. And there was light. The light came forth. To eliminate darkness. Where did this light come from? Ah, you know, God said, let there be light. It was like, where did it come from? When you read First John chapter 1, verse 5, it says, This is the message we have heard from him and declare to you. That God is what? God is light. God is light and in him is what? In God is no iota of darkness. So the darkness he spoke out, he brought forth from himself. Glory to God. The, dark, the light that he spoke out, he brought forth from himself. You know, because when God brings a prophetic word, it's important that we understand the efficacies of this word in order for us to be able to take advantage of it. So God is light. And Jesus speaking in John chapter 8 verse 12. How did he describe himself? John chapter 8 verse 12. He says, I am the light of the world. Jesus spoke to them saying, I am the light of the world. I am the light of the world. He who follows me shall not walk in where? In darkness. But shall have the light 
of life. So you can see God is light. In him, there is no darkness. He calls forth light to overcome darkness. And Jesus, the express image of the Father, on earth, he declare that in this world, oh, I am the light of the world. Anyone that connects to me, that participates in my life, we operate in the light of life. So there is the light of life. Hallelujah. There is the light of life. You know, because wherever light is absent, darkness dominates. Darkness dominates. Everything becomes shapeless. It becomes void. It becomes unpleasant. You know, but the moment light shows up, shows up, it changes the situation. You know, one of the things I'm just going to emphasize is the fact that, you know, light dispels darkness. Light dispels darkness. You know, I believe so strongly that one of the things that's going to happen to us in this month of August is that every hidden oppressions, you know, that epitomizes darkness in our life is going to <laughs> be eliminated by the light of God. Hallelujah. You know, when you read through scriptures, there is nowhere in the scriptures that darkness is associated with believers or with God. Darkness is always associated with evil, with something bad. The Bible calls Satan as the prince of darkness. Hallelujah. Ephesians 6 verse 12. Ephesians 6 verse 12. Let's see quickly what the scripture says. I want it to be alive. Ephesians 6 verse 12. It says, for we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against what? The rulers of the darkness of this age. The rulers of the darkness. It says the ruler. See the description. The ruler, the commander of the darkness of this age. Against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. The darkness of this age. Because so many things are obscured in darkness. Colossians chapter 1, verse 13. Colossians 1 13. He said, He has delivered us. From what? From the power of darkness. From the power of darkness. And conveyed us into the kingdom of the son of his love. He has delivered us from the power of darkness. 
from the power of darkness. He has delivered us from the power of darkness. John chapter 1 verse 4 and 5. John chapter 1 verse 4 and 5. Let me just take this scripture. Keep it on the screen. Psalm 74 verse 20. It says, have respect to the covenant for the dark places of the earth are full of the habitation of cruelty. If you can, so that everybody can see, I observe that we are just looking through the screen. Psalm 74 verse 20. For the dark places of the earth are full of what? Please, can you show us in another version? The city is in darkness. The countryside violent. <laughs> See, for the dark places of the land are full of the habitations of violence. You see, there is nothing good associated with darkness. Nothing good. Nothing good. Nothing good associated with darkness. You know, it's important to really understand the the magnitude of what darkness represents for us to appreciate the light. For us to appreciate the light. If you're running a business, for example, you know, and you put in all the efforts, you're toiling day and night, putting together amazing you know amazing solutions putting together amazing products putting all of those things together and day in day out the business is not making progress instead of the business making progress the business is going into debt Instead of the business making progress, you know, everything is winding down. What that shows is not the presence of light. What it shows is that you are walking in the dark. Hallelujah. Because you see, there is the illumination that light brings. There is the revelation that light brings. The Bible says the light shines in darkness and darkness cannot what? Cannot overcome it. You know, there are some very interesting stories in the Bible about people that what rightly belongs to them was hidden in the dark. Do you remember the story of Joseph? How Joseph was in the prison, you know, praying, believing God that someday his deliverance will come. 
and he interpreted the dream of the king's buckler you know and the baker and the buckler right got out of prison promising that what he said when you get out there you should do what what was the request of Joseph he said remember me when you get out remember me for two solid years there was no remembrance everything that has to do with Joseph was in the dark as far as that man was concerned no memory of Joseph no singular memory of Joseph you know how people invest so much effort in a workplace as an employee putting in all the efforts delivering the results and the person is never considered for benefits it's not it's not it's not regular it's not the normal thing how people put in so much effort in trying to build what they're trying to build and people don't they don't even they're not even interested in what you are offering Joseph was in the dark as far as the buckler was concerned but there was a day that the light of God shone the light of God shone on the memory of that man he said ah there was a man that interpreted dream for me in prison the question is two years this man was going in and coming out with the king how come he did not remember for two years until light came there's another man in the bible called um, Mordecai remember his story you can imagine someone that was able to thwart a plan to kill the king to the point where what he did was so significant they put it down in the book of the kings you know recorded it but nothing was done to reward him and nothing was done to reward him day in day out day in but you see there was a night that the light of God came to reveal what has happened you see, and that's what I see God doing. I see God's light spotlighting the efforts that we've been making. You know, in businesses, in our career, the light of God will be bringing everything. You know how, you know, I don't know, you, you, know, you know, sometimes we, we have the bit of experience of it, but you probably experience it more in a very large, you know, um, auditorium where everywhere is dark. And the only thing you're seeing is the spotlight. On the person being recognized that's what happens when god spotlights your efforts all the things that you have been doing that's like you know nobody sees it nobody recognizes all of a sudden all of a sudden the reward just comes you know how you see some people you read about them maybe even your workplace like ah, this guy i do better than this guy but it's the one they always promote it's the one they always talk you know nice things about you look at some people in your industry like ah, 
this guy, I can do better than this guy. You see, when the spotlight is not on you, it's not on you. Hallelujah. But we can activate it. By the word of the Lord, we can activate it. We can activate it. Hallelujah. The light of God guides. The light of God guides. The light of God guides. The Bible says that your word is a lamp unto my feet and a what? Light unto my path. The word of God guides. Accuracy of decision. Precise things that we need to do. Direction. We, you know, one of the interesting things about, you know, the scripture is just amazing. The scripture is just amazing. There is the story of a king in 2 Kings chapter 6. You know, 2 Kings chapter 6 from verse 4 or thereabout. This man will go and plan with his, you know, with his people. That this is how we are going to go to verse 6. Or verse 5, 6, yeah. 8, 8, 8. Go to 8. Go to 8. The first part talks about the hack's head that fell and all that. Verse 8. Very good. So he said, now the king of Syria was making war against Israel. And he consulted with his servant, saying, my camp will be in such and such place. Verse 9. Says, and the man of God <laughs> sent to the king of Israel. Now, this is king of Syria in his camp devising how they are going to strategize to defeat the children of Israel. Are you with me? Hallelujah. Devising how they are going to strategize against the people of Israel. Verse 9 says, the man of God sent to the king of Israel saying, beware that you do not pass this place, for the Syrians are coming down there. Verse 10. says, then the king of Israel sent someone to the place of which the man of God has told him. Thus he warned him, and he was watchful there, not just once or twice. Not just once or twice. Verse 11. What happened? <laughs> 11. He says, therefore, the heart of the king of Syria was greatly troubled by this thing. <laughs> and he called his servant and said to them, Will you not show me which of you is for the king of Israel? You can imagine. You can imagine. You see, when God's light comes, he reveals amazing things to us. Strategies. Strategies. You see, the Bible says that the labor of fools weary them all because they don't know how. One of the major things in this time is understanding how to navigate this season. Hallelujah. You see, God is not stranded. Neither did he design that his people should be stranded. So, in the midst of the economic shaking, all over the world, there is a way that he has designed for each one of us. There is a way. 
there is a way. There is a strategy. But you see, the only way to assess it is the light of God dawning on our hearts. The light of God shining on our hearts. Hallelujah. Glory to God. You know, one of the things that we should know as believers is in as much we take things as being normal, our experience will be super normal. <laughs> you know, if you decide that your disposition, your approach, your attitude, you know, <laughs> to the word of God is going to be normal, just like the way normal people just take it, you know, you will, in fact, you will get a super normal experience. Bible says that the same word that was preached to us was preached to them. But the word did not have effect in their life because it was not what? Missed with faith in their hearts. There is the mixing of faith that must happen in our hearts each time we get different prophetic words. Because the essence of God's word to us is to reposition us. Do you realize that when you are unaware of something, how do they describe you? They say you are in the dark. Isn't it? When someone is unaware, they say the person is in the dark. So it takes illumination to reposition the person from being in the dark. <laughs> Hallelujah. You see, you don't see the beauty of anything that is in the dark. I don't know where you've ever come into a room and maybe a beautiful lady or a handsome dude is in that room. And you're looking up. Maybe, you know, just flash your mind back to um, those times you used to work on campus. You know, maybe late at night. You're coming after reading or whatever it is. You know, in an unillumination area. And someone is coming. You just feel that somebody is coming. Until the person comes towards, that's when you appreciate the handsomeness or the beauty. Because light reveals the true beauty of something. It reveals the true beauty. And that's what God wants to do. God wants to bring to fore. He wants to cause to manifest the real beauty that he has put in us. God's desire for us is to dominate in 2023. But you see, the real beauty of that domination, of that dominance in God, can only be revealed by his light. And that's why we must allow the light of God to permeate everywhere. The light of God must permeate everywhere. It must permeate everywhere. Hallelujah. We're going to be praying shortly. We're going to be praying shortly. Because I believe in my heart. You know, I believe so strongly in my heart that for every one of us that were part of this community, while the music or the song at this time is that there is a casting down. Our own song will be that there is a lifting up. You know, it's not going to be by effort. It's going to be by we riding on the light of God. Hallelujah. Riding on the light of God. 
He says, your word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. See, God's word is light. You see, we started, we saw in the scripture, it says, God is light. In him there is no what? No darkness. And Jesus declared that I am the light of the world. That's the word declaring that I'm the light of the world. The Bible says, in him was life. And this life is the light of me. So it means that the Zohe life that we have received, it's the life that has light embedded in it. Hallelujah. The illumination that we have received, the word of God that we have received, has that lightning component in it. And that's why if there is anything that we need to pay attention to this month is to take time to meditate on the scriptures. We have 12 prophetic signposts. We've talked about it. We've shared about it. There are anchor scriptures that have been provided. This is that time to meditate on those things until the light of God dawns on your heart from each of those revelations. Until it dawns on our hearts from each of those revelations. Because when we walk in light, we get results. Hallelujah. We know what exactly to do. We know with whom to do it. We know where to do it. We walk in accuracy because there is light. Because there is light. Hallelujah. I want us to be on our feet as we pray tonight. This message is brought to you by the Lighthouse Christian Outreach Center. The Lighthouse, House 7, Plot 2, Slash 3, Kudratabiola Way, Oregon, Ikeja, Lagos. For inquiries, please log on to www.lighthousenge.org for more.